Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, aka The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art in Sight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was intended. So, Steve, create that for me. As we're walking down, there's a sculpture in front of us which, as we're walking up to it, it looks like there's a bird of prey sitting inside a circle of essentially a rectangle. But from here, honestly, I can't tell if it's real or not. It looks like a real bird. You think it's a bird of prey? It's from here. Obviously, we're about 15, 20 metres away. But at this point, I I kind of paused and thought, is that bird real? Is that a real bird of prey just waiting for us there? But now it would have flown by now, so I'm quite interested to see in more detail. Again, we're getting closer to that pylon. Yep. And uh, the nature of the cutout. Absolutely. So as you get closer to this, maybe it might be nice for you to touch what I've partly described already. So, oh, it's a lot shinier than I expected. From yep. the distance, I thought that it would, this would be a quite a uh, very organic, almost like tree kind of shape. It's, oh, it's beautiful to touch. It really is. It's so smooth, and oh, you can feel the different the wings. And you're right, it's a bird of prey. It's very sharp beak, very sharp beak. And and I'm feeling around the talons now because I want to get right in close to it. And my oh my God, the talons. Everything is so detailed. Definitely cast a cast alloy again. And it's in this circle that's skinny at one end and then opens out. Because this shape must be an oval of some sort. Elliptical oval. Yeah. Uh, which is great. It, and they obviously you've got the circle. So when you're looking through, what can you see when you look through? What does that the what does that frame? It frames the lake and on the other right to the other side of the lake, the trees. Is there, so any other, is there another, because obviously we've been noticing that sculptures seem to echo other sculptures across the lake. Does this echo something else across the lake? There's no other sculpture directly in that circle, although there are other sculptures all around. Um, so this one, it seems to be demarcating this, just this interchange. What's it? There's something in the lake that I can't see. Yeah, that is, a, that's, that's, do you know that galvanised steel yeah. rods? Oh, that's really hard to see. It's really hard to see because there's a... Need a certain light? Because of the natural, so that's galvanised steel, which is, is rusted, as it, or is it, you know, the rusted steel rods that we were looking at for the, for the Dismere monster, never to be mentioned again. Um, and it looks like um, there's animal shapes. Maybe it's a sort of... Actually, it's very hard to see because the colours are nat- just so natural that when you look through, the, the steel is very thin lines. So it's blended in with it's the environment, so it's almost blend- camouflaged. It's almost a camouflaged piece. In fact, I, I am struggling. Oh, so I think it's a bird. Maybe when we get round the other side, there'll be oh, two little swallows just zoomed across in front of us and could, landed on a tree. Could they be swallows? Like one, yeah, one looks like a bird and the other looks, yeah, could it be, it could be three, a- actually. I think it's three, yeah, three birds, I think. You're, oh, God, you're just, I think nature, obviously, you know, there could be a commission that they commissioned 
if it is where swifts and swallows yeah, migrate. They have a distinctive shape. From this angle, I thought those two were one sculpture. That's why I, was, I thought it was the sort of lake, but actually that's their wings coming out. So it's, it, I, you know, swallow isn't a bad description of the shape, actually. And because so um, you've, you've got the bird of prey here, it would make sense that there would be another bird sculpture. I think the, the whole, a lot of what we've seen is, is obviously being influenced in its, in its entirety by nature. Um, I think we'll, we'll take a walk up here and then okay. we'll walk down that side. But there is, to be honest, man, we may want to do a little bit more before we go because there's a really huge, lovely sculpture that way, which we'll pick so up. So much, we so much. I think we picked a great day. I mean, I was worried about the nature of snow coming this week. <laughs> and uh, obviously we had a really rainy day yesterday. Yeah. So the, the, the creative gods have looked down upon us today. They have, and actually, as we go, it couldn't be a more beautiful spring morning, could it? There's Perfect. just a light breeze, and the, the part, the way that it's, like I said, been really well manicured, even if it was really rainy, you're not gonna have a trouble walking around here in regular footwear, or that side of thing. It truly is sculpture by the lakes. I've never seen so much diversity and range. Absolutely, let's carry on. Let's walk a little more. We're walking past just things you just want to just go up and touch. I know, I know. Well, we, you are touching nearly everything. I think you've touched everything we've looked at so far. <laughs> we're, we're, I mean, we will be here for days. I mean, maybe, wow, this, so naturally, the tree in front of us is, um, there's a, what looks like a raven. Okay. So we've gone for the, so definitely a bird feel on this on this part of the, the journey. Yep, so this sculpture is a word which so it's a very smooth. Uh, I think it could be a, a seagull, maybe. Yeah, I think you might be right. It's sort of it's a black bird. It's a black bird. It's a, actually as birds go, it probably is more seagull shaped. But it has, has the claws of a, a raptor, but yeah. not. So not I think I, I think it's the reason why I think it might be a raven or a crow is because the tree that's behind it has yet to receive its leaves, but there's literally 30 or 40 bird nests that you can, because obviously the leaves haven't come back. The tree up above is, is and I think that would be all of those lovely little bird nests, maybe of, of, I know they like to sort of nest in the same. I'm struggling to read that word. So yeah, it, all the letters, it's one big sculpture go, going down. So the, the top letter is, is molded into the second letter. And, and as it goes down, the different typography. So some, some words are slanted, some aren't. So yeah, I mean, from a glance, you think that'd be a Z, but you have to read it as it was going this way. So that's, I know it begins with N and somehow it's molded into an E, but then, but yeah, they're the only two letters I can make out. So N, E. So this piece is called Quoth the Raven. So you were right about the raven. And it's called Nevermore. Because some ravens, because they're part of the, you know, the, the jackdaw family, because obviously jackdaws can actually speak. And I'm sure there's a quote, one of the jackdaws saying, Nevermore, Nevermore. Yeah, Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Edgar Allan Poe, yes. So that's, the, that's this piece. So it's a, a rusted... Nevermore with a raven, and like I say, I imagine this tree would be home to many, many ravens because it's there's so many beautiful nests that you can see that are in development, just all in this lovely tree. I can imagine it's going to be full of ravens. 
And like, so yeah, we're now standing on the edge of the, the second lake on the left. And there's some geese sort of just going across the middle and I can't see it. It's on the right, on the far side, uh, there's a sculpture that uh, looks like globes on the on the lake and very astronomical sort of globes and planets yeah those ones that rotate, rotate around each other yeah exactly and it looks like one of those kind of um wouldn't yeah. it be great one day if we, astrology uh, you know a little boat to get some as close as we could oh, a little boat i don't know yeah. just asking maybe they do have such a thing i don't know a little boat tour to get out real because obviously this is an, not just a sculpture park but a nature reserve as well yeah, you know, the oh, idea yeah. uh, there's going to be some um, rare species, migrational. Yeah, we were told that there's um, kingfishers, which if we were to, to see a flash of green or blue, if we were really lucky. So uh, we're walking up this lovely path and the, the landscaping has all been really well taken care of. Another and bird, sculpture. Another, an owl an owl sitting on a barn owl and this is this piece most of most of what we've seen so far has been metal isn't it but this, this one is, is metal um, no not metal this is some kind of stone um but sitting stone. on this wooden wooden plinth so, so this, it's just very naturalistic yeah so lovely wooden bit of detail i mean the face is stylized but the de you could tell it's a, it's a barn owl by the nature of the face yeah the barn owl so a lovely barn owl sitting on top of this plinth, which is a V-shape. So it's not a square that you would expect or, would, you know, would be a, a standard type plinth. So it's a, a V-shaped plinth. And the, just wondering if you were to look down once again, the way that it's been created is this like a sort of triangular views. shaped frame to look through. And you can sort of see the, what's quite lovely about the sort of small breeze that we're receiving is it's creating ripples on the top of the lake, which are quite gentle but they give that sort of dark and light and that sort of shiny, yes, you know, that just to, as you all look around, you know, you just get this breeze sort of with these Can mirrored, you imagine mirrored winter skies. Time, winter time here, really cold and almost like frozen over lake. Yes. Wow, look at these two little geese just walking away from us. <laughs> We're catching them. Watch out, they're, geese. they're quite vicious, though. They're, they're territorial geese. All right, that's well, why, let's that's not why, bother them. No, that's, that's what you know. Sometimes, yeah, they've come as, um, yeah. Uh, oh, there is a, there's, a, there's an actual heron just flying I'm, over. Have you the, ever seen a heron fly? I've seen a couple in Pompey randomly, but not, and I was surprised at seeing them there. But that was lovely. Just he just took off from the the bank of this, this a sculpture this, in itself, and he flew straight across over the swans. I mean. Absolutely lovely. I mean, it's not overall. The park is large, but it's not so large. I mean, it's a, it's a really it has a great, nice, convenient sort of length walk. You can you walk, would really have lunch, and then you can walk around another section of it. And it's nice and easy to do. You know, nice and because the actual whole place is really well kept and curated. Very beautiful. Oh, and there's those geese. Just look at that. They're just making a load of noise, flying off over the lake that way giving us a little show. <laughs> That's very nice, thank you. Thank you, geese. So loud. They were so noisy. <laughs> they were noisy, geese. And, and this is, uh, I say, beautifully done. Looks like it's just re re um, a new part of the, of the lake. It feels new. Yeah, so this part has uh, got very new plant, all lovely planting. And this one looks like uh, this whole area is making Whoa. a winding path. Whoa. 
Oh, it's a bender. A bending sculpture. It's a bending one. Wow. Yeah. That is super cool. I, did, yeah, I, I touched it thinking it was solid and, and it, it's rocked. Almost like two, like two giant springs. And in the centre is a ball and that's the only contact point. Yes. So this is, to, you know, it's an S, an S shape again. Uh, and the top part of the S is one, um, is one piece, which is perhaps... A C for my name. Yeah, C for Clark. And then, so the top part is a C shape and it's about probably 10 centimetres in, in length and it's a flat piece of metal that bends all the way around. The ball is in the middle, which joins up the middle of what would be the S and then the, the part underneath is the same reverse shape as the top. And like, as you say, go go ahead and uh, see how bendy it is. I, I don't want to break it. I just want to... I don't to break no, it. No, I just want to... And then, then you sort of, and then it, actually, I think it's made to um, rock back and forth. Yeah, to do that in the wind. It, it feels like you know the. Um, it's an Isaac Newton uh, balls you get for. Uh, tick, for tick, tick, tick. It feels like so. Once you once you go, you contemplate. It, carry on. it just carries on with momentum. I like the way that it's you know obviously it will naturally swing because it's got its sort of natural um, resistances and to, it the, to the weather to the weather and then it's got the resistances in the metal and then you know you've pushed it there and it's just gently swaying backwards and forwards now so and that, it's that, quite meditative it is because the nature of it is such a solid piece yeah and yet it's so flimsy yeah it is it's sort of, that's why I think you were nervous oh, to I, do I, it. I, I don't want to break it no I don't want to break it and then when I touched it because I thought it was solid it gave me that initial uh, knee-jerk reaction, jumping back because oh, it moved. <gasps> it moved. Oh, I'm gonna, I've broken it. I've already broken it. <laughs> it's funny because this path as well that, that they've created between these big beds is sort of white stone and S-shaped. And it's another, it's, it's it's another, another natural, natural curve. It's not a straight line Roman road. Yeah, and as these bushes along each side uh, grow, it's going to create another one of those secret pathways as people will you know and i imagine actually in in a month or so all of these uh, bushes will be fully grown in a way with the new leaves from the spring so once again this lovely sort of undulating gentle pathway walking between uh, various a, different it's a beautiful place elements. for the vision impaired community to come and visit well you seem to be getting an awful lot from the the experience of being able to just touch, touch what you what you like, mm. um, without thinking twice about whether you can or, can or not. Oh, I'm going to get told off. No, it, it, and isn't that nice? You know, you imagine a group of vision paired people coming along and even listen to our, our podcast as they're walking along. Yeah, they get some of the maybe our perspectives on what they might be seeing or what they may not have seen. Um, hello. Uh, it does feel like the yellow brick road, this one. It does. It's really winding you up, around, and and sort of leading you. Very I'm just, much I'm, I'm just hoping you. to see uh, the scarecrow the or scare the Tin Man somewhere. Ah, you are. You uh, do you know that? I don't know if that's actually a, a thing, is it? Yeah, the scarecrow, Tin Man, and the, the lion on the on the Wizard of Oz. Ah, uh, yeah, it would be nice to see something as cheeky as that. I think there are some parts with humour in here we've yet to encounter. But as we're walking again, the piece on the right is a, a flamingo, a very well-crafted, represented, beautiful flamingo created out it could of... Be, it could be done by the same artist we've seen all the birds. The it, sa that same texture. We, the beauty, we've not been looking at the artists, which I quite like that. 
the idea of just touching the art and the, the unknown about the art. But we've seen a lot of birds on this the last uh, ten minutes of this trail. Yeah. And the, the the highly detailed but simplicity simplicity of the sculpture. Yeah, this reminds one looks me as real as because as a sculpture, you can tell if it's the same sculpture because they have their own kind of little nuances. So maybe it is the same sculpture. It sculpture, could, got, yeah. It might be. There's so many that we've seen. I, I, this artist is. Um, it's literally called Flamingo by Jill Parker, and it's a it's a beautiful flamingo. I think because of the, also I suppose part of the setting is that people might consider buying this art to put in their own gardens, um, and so therefore displaying that type of art here makes lots of sense um, because it's the natural environment. What I'm really enjoying is the abstract nature of some of the art, which is kind of allowing you to reflect the differences in, oh, B. Compared Hello, B. to the, the other part of the park, which is very abstract. Yes. We've come to a part where it's very naturalistic, so you can tell it's a flamingo, you can tell it's a bird. Yes. And so there's a different, you know, the different type of arts kind of giving you a different reflection. I think the pieces that are natural are allowing it, it you know, it's sort of, fitting with the environment. Although a flamingo you wouldn't normally expect to see Not in Dorset. Dorset unless you, know. you go to Mar like a Marwell Zoo. Unless you're off to, yeah, to check it out. And then you've got um, like just the, the pieces that we saw at the very outset, very abstract shapes. But I think the tactile nature of it really enables you to kind of feel something different when we're in the, the interaction, in the material. place. How, how it reacts to obviously the elements, you know, because it's just starting to warm up now, so the, I presume the sculptures will warm up. Yeah, absolutely. They'll, because obviously most of them, or a good number we've seen so far, are metal or metal base. So this, oh, this looks. As we walk slightly closer to this piece, there's, um, I believe it's a, a an abstract version of perhaps a swan with its wings flailing up. Okay, yeah. Um, table, a table setting swan, you get. Yeah, like almost, think, almost like an ice, ice sculpture. Yeah, like an ice sculpture, but made from another. Oh, actually, what is that? You go, go Some for kind it, of, brother. Again. Oh, metal, but it has the patination of some kind of stone. Yeah, it looks like stone. It looks like it's been carved out of like limestone marble, but it, it's definitely metal. But it has yeah. the the patination of Italian marble. Yes, and that's that colour. So it's this. I love this shape. This shape is gorgeous. I mean, I've just stood up on the plinth just to so I can I can physically touch the tip of it. Yes. So it's about two metres high. Yeah, it really is. It's great just to feel these these organic shapes. And you know, there's the beak, there's the eye, the stylistic eye. That majority of again, we said it feels it. It has that stone quality, and a lot of stone sculptures have that the fluidity. Yeah. But, you know, it, this doesn't, it feels metal, but it should, it, it's inspired it looks, by stone. It looks almost like marble. Yeah. And yeah. is that great? This, this, these shapes, these angular shapes that are coming off the, the wings. And it's beautiful. Yeah. The patination is fantastic. Yeah. And so, so smooth and, and the edges just giving kind of angles, which, look like they would almost be pointy or sharp but when you actually touch it it's all very if you took I mean, even if you took the head off took the it, dissect it just with the wing 
this reminds you of foliage. Large leaves. Large leaves. You, you know, so the idea is it's still echoing the lake and the foliage. That was a nice big bee just joined us there. Yeah, what a lovely, yeah. And it's lovely how the pathways um, you can create your own exhibit by walking your, your own curation. Yeah, by walking a different, a different path. So it, we're at crossroads now, and obviously we, we decided to go this way. But if you went that way, you would create your own another curation. Absolutely, you've got the choice of, of you. You get the choice, just like we're in one of those little books. You remember you get those books yep. where you would uh, get to choose. Would you go to page forty-two to be eaten by a troll, or page nineteen to go in the dungeon? Exactly. Yeah. So what's down this little road? I suppose we've got Billy Goat Gruff. We went over a bridge. It's only remaining for you to fall in. I, no, I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So, <laughs> so the ground has changed now. We've gone to a very hard dirt path, very similar to what we find in Portsmouth and Lee Park. Yeah. Um, so, and again, we're, the nature. Yeah, I, so I, this, uh, this I know area. we're talking, but if we, you can hear, and obviously it's the perfect time because it's the time that a blossom is coming out. Yeah, so around us, yeah, we've got several cherry blossom trees with that lovely pink and the lovely, the breeze is beautiful today. It really is just allowing some of these trees to sway in a gentle way. So it's a kind of really nice day to just be hanging out in nature without much adversity. I mean, I love nature at all times, but if the rain is, is the rain is forcing into your face and it's, you know, minus two or something, it can be a lot harder if you haven't got the right clothes. It feels like we're going very secluded, this again, section. Again, I think, good uh, afternoon. And so, actually, there's lots of people here, but you only really bump into two or three little, you know, people, two or three people in, in, in partnerships or groups that are enjoying the, enjoying the walk. And you do feel secluded the whole time. The way that they've used various different planting to, wow, what is this? Tree. Giant blossom. It's a giant, I don't know what is that is, but that is an absolutely beautiful tree. The, the, each, the, of the, the, each of the blossom heads. Can you imagine a blossom head enlarged ten times? Yeah. So I these, know, and these are falling down. So, so once they're gone, whatever comes off this tree, this is the. Oh, literally, I just shook it. This is blossom. Yeah, but they're so different to what you would normally see as a cherry blossom. So each one of the blossoms is its own huge flower in its own right, like a lotus almost. So this tree is, and each of the, the they're like almost tulip shaped. Um, and they're lovely, they're like a cerise and then a light pink and white at the top and each single one, and obviously it's a tree, so there's I mean, hundreds. we've been quite lucky to see this because I presume in another week's time, the nature of how, uh, how flimsy these are, this will all be gone. So this is a magnolia tree and it's that lovely wow. pink cerise and each of the blossoms, we had to get this close to a, a magnolia tree it's funny because I did see a magnolia tree in Portsmouth not long ago, but it didn't. The blossom look wasn't quite that huge, like was this. it? Absolutely, this is very unusual. And actually, I'll get the chance to look right in the heart of this one because some of the leaves have come away, the little petals, and there's a little spider hanging out. And right inside, there's the lovely heart of it, which I'm going to take a picture of because I want to remember this. And that is absolutely. Gorgeous. So, this tree is a sculpture in itself. And a living sculpture because of, we've seen the beauty of it blossoming at the right time. Absolutely. I mean, we've been so lucky to visit 
at this moment when this some of the nature is coming alive again in spring um, and, I, and, and I suppose we have mentioned, but that's one of the lovely things about this sculpture park. The, the, the fact that nature is creating art at the same, same time as the artists, as humans, are creating their interpretation of beauty. I think we've come into a, a private, rare tree specimen section. Yeah, so we're now walking past various different types of all sorts of different... And they're from different countries. They're from different countries. This one's from China. So this is... Uh, I, I can't say that. <laughs> it's Chinese. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to find out more about the special Baker Reynolds method of audio description, or you'd like to know more about Art Insight, you can find us on Instagram at Art Insight Podcast. Till next time.